morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, my man, you are uh, on the on the cusp yeah. of a Roman Empire vacation. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're dude. gonna you're gonna you're gonna traverse through the streets, the cobblestone streets. Oh man, I like can't a wait. Centurion, yeah, like a centurion your la- with your lady on your side, dude. Okay, would you like to be? If you could be any Roman, would you? Okay, where are you on Brad Pitt's Troy? I mean, uh, Brad Pitt as Achilles. Yeah, just just as him as a character. Here's the thing: it's a terrible movie, right? And there's there's 100%. there's no argument yeah, to be made for that movie. There's it's right. indefensible. It's really bad. But like, it was during Brad's run of like just looking really tremendous in his movies, yeah. and you you kind of marveled at that aspect of it. So Troy's not yeah. a rewatcher. I mean, it's it's one that like. If if I was at a used bookstore and it was like a dollar, I I I might pull the trigger on it. But but my thing is, and we've alluded to this before, mm-hmm. that time period doesn't do anything for me. I'm not a swords and no. sandals guy. Like I, I have right. trouble. That's right. You're not a swords and sandals. Yeah, guy. <laughs> I have trouble like accessing it and getting interested in like a bunch of dudes uh, and togas and all those movies yeah. go like gradations more political than than I would want. Like I don't care about the politics of the time. Like I don't I don't want to know about the Roman Senate. I want to see care. somebody like yeah. fight somebody in a in the Coliseum. You know, like that's where I'm yeah. at in it. And uh Okay. Yeah, if I were writing the movies that that's the direction I would go in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So not not so much in the Roman Empire, but you are going to Rome. I am. Yeah. All right, dude, um is is it just going to be just like just food and and why? Well, I can't say that. Just food and excellent, <laughs> excellent beverages. Food and decadence. Uh, just, just food and, and decadence, decadence dude. Yeah. It's just going to be decadence the entire time. Well, I'm going there for a work thing, and so, oh. but the work is oh. going to be light. I'm uh, I'm emceeing. I'm hosting a marriage conference for a, a rich megachurch that I don't attend. Um, so you know, <laughs> in it, Rome. Well, it it pays to know people at rich megachurches while also not attending those churches. So uh, I guess so. I'm uh, I'm going to do that. So that'll be the work function. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'm envisioning a lot of time to wander around and and explore things and enjoy food and decadence of all kinds and. Um, it is KK's 50th birthday that week, so we're going to be celebrating okay. her birthday in style and uh, celebrating her, and I can't wait. So That's going to be awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. That's going to be so cool. That, I'm super stoked for you guys. I can't Thanks, wait man. for the stories to, yeah. stories to come back from that. You're going to have to make some experiences, make some memories. Oh, 100%. We're okay. going to have some wild stories, dude, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll do All a couple right. of row maps on the back end of it, and uh, we can just there fully we go. talk about the thing. Yes. Yep. 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 Romeps. I'm mm-hmm. all in on those. So, Ted, uh, you actually had 
an interesting topic yeah. for us that you brought to the table. Yeah. And uh, we pushed it from last up to this at, but I would like to give you the floor and why don't you why don't you lead lead me and lead our audience into this topic so yeah. that we can we can mutually uh, mutually discuss. So it. I'm going to explain it and then I'm going to ask you a series of questions that I'm grappling with ethically okay. vis a vis this in. thing. All yes, right. Yes. So I'm in class a couple of days ago and my students are like, "Cluck, have you seen the new Beatles video for the new Beatles track?" And I had heard rumblings about this and like Peter Jackson was involved and it was supposed to be this grand like experiment in AI and computer generated magic of various kinds Mm -hmm. in the sense of they found these snippets of like old Lennon recordings and demos. And because of the miracle of technology, they were able to cobble these together into a track that like most Beatles music struck me as very boring. Um, I'm not a Beatles guy at all. I find their music like kind of achingly boring. So there's that, but the other aspect of it that's more interesting to me was they made a video. And again, using the miracle of, of AI and CGI and all this stuff, they, they made it so that an image, like a, a rendering of John Lennon and a rendering of George Harrison, those are the two dead ones, could be right. quote unquote in the studio with Ringo and Paul McCartney quote unquote recording this track, right? Yes. So... Yes. That was kind of the energy of the video, which at times felt kind of misty-eyed and reverent, and at other times felt like playful and dumb. And the whole thing is kind of reading in the culture as a disaster, right? So there there have been lots of think pieces written about what a terrible video it was. And right. I was just kind of curious about a couple of things. So okay. I'm going to run this by you as a music guy. And just as a student of the world... And then I have implications for us as believers, but I'll, I'll yes. keep that till the end. We are uh, students of the world. Let's yeah. Let's make that clear. So from an ethical yeah. standpoint, how do you feel about a guy who's been dead for 30 years, like someone else leveraging that guy's image and images and intellectual property and coalescing it into something that gets released in the now that the dead guy doesn't have any control over creatively. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, so one, on one side of that, that is the major debate of the day. Mm-hmm. Because that's why you're having like all these like actor strikes and things like that. It's, it's over this AI thing. Yeah. Because now you have the ability to perpetually, like someone, even after death, yeah. like you could have John Wayne or Humphrey Bogart or sure. Jimmy Stewart in a leading role today. Yeah. Because of AI, and it's crazy. And Ted, I'll be honest with you, man. Like as much as I like enjoy film and technology, and like how can yeah. we make film better and things like that, it scares me. Oh, same. Yeah, it really does. And I'm and and I'm I am not embracing it. Like yeah, I think a lot of people are. And this like bringing back a dead guy in order to be in your music video. Yeah, it it just. Dude, it's just weird to me, man. Well, it's just strange. It just I agree. feels unsettling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a couple of things on that. I mean, if there was a Hall of Fame for like people who don't know when to quit certain things, I would be in it. So like yeah. the the whole aspect of McCartney trying to like grasp at relevance again through this. He's been a big grasping at relevance over the decades guy, almost to the point where it's gotten cloying and needy and not exactly cool. Um, yeah. 
so there's that, but I'm that way about football. I mean, I'm like a dog returning to its vomit. Like I can't stay away. But if, <laughs> if there was also a hall of fame for like guys who don't get all that excited about technology, like I would be in that hall of fame too. So like the, the mm. sort of miraculous aspect of bringing these guys back together, I'm just sort of like, eh. So what it leaves me with, and I want to hear you on this. Okay. I think the Beatles, and you can take this pathology and lay it over lots of different things, John Wayne or athletes who are retired or whatever. I think things become better because we don't have them. Mm -hmm. And and so if you're a Beatles fan and you love, I don't know, the White Album or like the Sgt. Pepper years or whatever, all that stuff is more interesting and magnificent because it's been gone for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But if if we're leveraging all this technology to kind of reposition the Beatles as relevant, I think it it fatigues people more than it intrigues and and makes them want to experience it that way. So, but I I think culturally we're in this moment where getting engagement, quote unquote engagement or whatever we're calling it, is the highest good. And yeah. so if people are looking at a thing, then that thing is good, even if it's dumb, right? Which I think this video was quantifiably dumb, right? You've got a you've got a very CGI-ish, weird-looking John Lennon kind of flapping his arms around, and it's like nobody nobody's defending it as a great thing. And right. so, but but it's just getting a lot of eyeballs, which I guess culturally is kind of you know the the greatest thing you can do. So, yeah, right? I don't know. I think there's something really noble about a band or an actor or a person or an estate. Just calling something done, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm 100. I, I, I agree with that 100%. I, I do think that there is validity to the statement that things things get better when it's 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 rare. Yeah. Right? Things get better when we don't have them. Yeah. And I, th- I think it makes us appreciate them more. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, whether it be sports or, or books or, you know, relationships, right? Yeah. You know, bands, bands that are no longer together, right? Right, right. Um, we appreciate, I think, the music when we know that it, it, it came out in a time and place that's never going to be captured again. Yeah. Right. Um, and you can say that about any band. Like, I'm I'm admittedly, I'm not a Beatles fan. I never yeah. have been. Yeah. Like, I don't really like them. Yeah. Right. But I understand their place and culture. Sure. And in a very specific time and place, right, they were they were the biggest band in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think for a lot of people... I think a lot of people aren't satisfied, you know, and this gets into what we were talking about actually a couple eps ago. They're, they're not satisfied with finding their contentment in the now. Yeah. Right. They're we're, we're constantly trying to relive and recapture something that, that, that we define as this was when things were the best. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's when I think you start to see things like this, man, where mm-hmm. it's like, we're trying to recapture something and, and, and the problem with it mm-hmm. is that it's never the same. You're Correct. gonna you're gonna look at this Beatles video, yeah. Right? You can be the mass, you know, the biggest Beatles fan, you know. You're right. gonna look at this video, and it's it's you're gonna see the CGI faces. Yeah. You're gonna know it's not real, and at the end of it, I think it's actually gonna make you more depressed. Yeah. Well, and John Lennon and and George Harrison didn't have any agency over it. You know what I mean? They they no, weren't they didn't. They yeah. weren't in the room making creative decisions, and I think that's the part that's not fair to them. You know, yeah, sure, um, sure. And so I, I just, I just kind of have been grappling with that, and yeah. uh, yep. I think it's weird. Yeah. I think it sets a weird precedent. I don't 
like it. I'm actually kind of glad that people aren't liking it because mm-hmm. if they did like it, that would mean we'd get a whole bunch more of it. And um, right, yeah, right. I don't, I don't think yeah. there, there's a there's a playing God element to mm-hmm. it that makes me uncomfortable. You know, the right. the playing God element of like, um, you know, I'm sitting in an editing room and I'm bringing people in a sense back to life through this, you know, right. and you know, I guess if you're Peter Jackson and you have all the resources to do it, it would kind of be the ultimate fanboy experience. You know, like I would yeah. love yeah, if I had the capabilities in an editing room, I would love to put Walter Payton in like a 2023 NFL game and see how dominant he would be, you know, sure. like that would be sure. fascinating to me, but I guess out of respect for the game and for Payton and out of respect for the era that he played in, like I wouldn't give that exercise more than like a couple of moments of like thought experiment headspace, right? You know, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's not. I don't think it'll. I don't think it's going to deliver what people want. That's right. right? I yeah. think. I think they want a certain. They want John Lennon in a certain time, in a certain place, a certain context, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a video is not going to deliver that mm-hmm. to them, no matter how good the CGI is, right? That's right. But staring at this thing, dude, twenty in five days. This was posted five. I'm staring at the video. Yeah, five days ago, it's got twenty two million views. Sure. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Like people, like, I mean, I don't know how many of these are love or hate watches, but yeah, you know, like I mean, a lot of them were probably curiosity watches, which is what it was for me yeah. and my students. You know, somebody suggested it. I was like, yeah, throw it, up, throw it up there. Let's yeah. see what we think about it. Mm. Did you pose this question to your students? Because that would actually be a very interesting creative discussion. Be like, you know, what do we, what do we think about this, guys? I is did this art, or is this? I did something else, and yeah. we didn't really have enough time to do it justice because we were doing a whole bunch of other things in class. But I think I'll repose it because yeah. there, there's something really interesting about it to me. And in fact, yeah. I've got I've got a class coming up at noon, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pose it to that class, see what they think. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Like like when does art cease to be art? Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. That's, and I guess that's actually really interesting. I guess uh, no art is purely I, all art is commercial at some level, unless you just it's do true. it for yourself. You know, it's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess if like there's a bowl of grapes and I'm painting a still life of it, uh-huh. and I never intend for anyone in the world to see that bowl of grapes besides me, right? Then I guess it is purely art. You know. Yeah. Um, right. But it, but if I'm seeking to leverage it like even on a facebook page or even like selling it at any level then it becomes somewhat commercial um yeah i don't know this yeah. this felt more commercial than artistic to me well it did and, and it's like it, it's the age-old question like right like if you if you keep replacing parts of the boat you know yeah. by the time you know will it is it still the same boat at the end right yeah and I, it's kind of how I view this. Like, if you keep replacing, this might, might sound morbid. I don't mean mm-hmm. it to be, but if you keep replacing Beatles members, yeah, with like AI and CGI, like, yeah, when does it cease to be the Beatles? And, and sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Because at a certain point, it's not. Yeah, like you're you're not watching the Beatles. That's not what this video is. You're watching two members of the Beatles. Yeah, with AI pretending to be Beatles. Like it's just it's it just. It's just a mind. It just hits your mind weird. It does hit your mind weird. I think it. I think more importantly, it hits your heart weird, because yeah. even though I don't have a rich relationship with the Beatles and I don't care really about them, I do care about legacies. I do care about like creative choices and agency, and that's mm-hmm. where it gets super weird for me. Now, 
like, let's talk about the implications for us, okay? Okay. For, uh, like, husband, father, author, pastor type guys. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a real argument to be made for just because you can do another book doesn't mean you should, right? Yeah. Mm. And there, there's this mentality within our industry that says, as long as you can get a book deal, you should do it, you know? Right. But I would argue... Right. Maybe the best project is the project that you don't do, right? Oh. Maybe the best thing is the thing you say no to because, yeah. you know, it gives people a little bit of a chance to miss you. Um, but if you're doing a book every 10 months, like if you're dropping a new product, no one has a chance mm-hmm. to miss you and maybe they even get a little fatigued about you. Yeah. And the yeah. product can't be that good, right? If, if you're no. cranking a book no. out and you're putting a new one out, Every 10 months, and I know because I lived that lifestyle for a long time, dude. I did it just to eat. And some of those books were great. Some of them were mid, and some of them just weren't that good. Um, And I'm thinking mostly of the ghost ghost writing ones. But, But yeah, like, I don't know. I think there's a real argument to be made for, in a way, you become more relevant by not trying to be relevant. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think the Beatles are going to end up... They'll win financially, but they'll lose legacy-wise with this one. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I yeah, I do. I think when you oversaturate something, it just makes it worse. Yeah, you know, like I, I think that's just, I think just that's just the way it goes. Whether it's music or books, or I have um, one last question yeah. on this that I that okay. I want you to address again as a student of of humankind and human nature. Okay, what what sort of weird category does this fit in for you? in terms of old people. And I, I, I mean it in the following way, right? Yeah, I need so. So let, let's... Explain that a little bit. Let's say that the Beatles are roughly 75 to 80 years old, the two living right. members. And I don't know, I'm just ballparking that and guessing yeah. based on kind I think, of I think you're right. when they came out, when they became relevant, the ages of my parents, etc. I think... There's something really crass and weird about an old person continuing to platform himself in the same ways that young people do, you know? And like, (laughs) yeah, if there's like a 30 year old guy who's all over Instagram and Twitter and like putting out product and being like, look at me, look at me, look at me. You're just kind of like, eh, you know, I get it. The guy's 30, you know? But it, yeah. but if a fifty year old is doing it, it's like, ah, eh, I get it. He's still in his peak earning years. It's still weird, super right. weird for pastors. Yeah. But <laughs> sure, sure. But if a seventy five year old is doing it, it just strikes me as oddly grotesque. Yeah. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah. So I just looked it up because I was curious. Also, yeah. Paul McCartney is eighty one. Eighty one. Ringo Starr is eighty three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is like. Mm. Like top tier old old person, dude. I'm never gonna live to see 83. I know that for a fact. But if I did, yeah, I yeah, don't want to be grasping at relevance at 83. You know what yeah, I mean? I I don't yeah. want to roll out of bed in the morning and go, "How many people looked at my YouTube video?" Like, if, right? If right. Lord willing, I live to see 83. Man, like I want to be spending. I want to be living out those years with like. My wife, my grandkids, my kids, like yeah, exactly. enjoying yeah. some perspective, enjoying like 
some maturity passing and some passing on some wisdom. Yeah, hopefully doing some know? some good discipleship, passing on some wisdom. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, and and maybe only a Christian can see the world in that way. Well, and that's where I was going to go with this too. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I, you know, I could try to make up a joke answer, but I yeah. honestly think, like, I look at, no, I look just at, be that, earnest, yeah. right? It's all they've got. Sure. It's all they've got. Sure. You know, as far as I know, Paul McCartney is not a believer. Yeah. I don't, as far as I know, Ringo Starr is not a believer. Yeah. Right. All they have to live for. And right. like their meaning on this earth has been their music. Yeah. And when that, when you don't have Christ, right? When you right. don't have that settling anchor that it doesn't matter what you do if you have Christ. Right. Right. When you don't have that, the only thing that matters is what you do. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters. Good word. Right, because that's the only thing you're going to leave behind, and it's the yes. only thing that gives you gives you life and energy and purpose. Yes, right. And I think that's what we're seeing, man. And it makes me kind of sad. And like that's yes. th- that's when I watch that video. Yes, that's kind of what I see. I see two men that are like grasping yeah. at a- any opportunity that they can to remain doing the thing that has given them purpose in their life. Right. You know, and in a way, and, apart yeah. from Christ, you can't blame them for wanting to do that. No, you know, no, I mean, it, no, it, I don't. It makes don't. sense that yeah. they would want to, but yeah. yeah, it's it's no less sad. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. It, because of everything that you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've got I've got one more one more question. Not pretending to this, but music in general. Before we get off, sure, sure, okay. Because I know you need to go. I've got to go in about five minutes. But I wanted to ask you this because this this talking about bands that won't hang it up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen this uh-huh. in in you know come across your 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 news feed. Yeah. But I wanted to get your opinion on the Creed reunion. <laughs> um, it's funny. Like I've read I read Scott Stapp's biography because <laughs> the Gospel Coalition like paid me to review it. And oh my gosh, of course they did. I actually came away from that experience feeling a lot like warmer toward Creed than I than I thought I would. You know what I yeah. mean? And okay. and like yeah. and I say this with great affection because a lot of what I'm about to say was true of me. I mean, these were just kind of dumb kids who went to like Christian college and found each other and they were like yeah. You know, 15% more charismatic and good looking than their classmates. So they made a band and then and it became Creed, you know, like, yeah, yeah right. and, but then they had to figure out fame and money and like creative stuff. And like, they had to figure all that out just like everybody does. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I think Creed sort of fits into this weird cultural bucket of, and there was another band like this and it was Nickelback. Right back, yeah. yeah. Where Nickel still going? Nickelback kind of had this journey of they're really popular, and then everybody decides they suck, and then Nickelback becomes like a punchline for like for like no reason, honestly, whatsoever. Dude, right? So nothing changed about their music. Tell you why Nickelback sucks? Yeah, nothing changed about their music, but for like a decade, everybody was like, "Oh, Nickelback, what a joke! They suck." But then, like circa like the last five years. Now yeah. you'll be out someplace or whatever, and a Nickelback song will come on, and it's like, ah, oh, Nickelback, that's nice. Oh, yeah. You know? People are jamming. Yeah, people, people, like, people are back oh, to like, yeah, oh, it's, it's nostalgic song. now. Ergo, it's yeah. good. So right. they've been on right. this journey from good to they suck to now, like, people are kind of 
nostalgic and warm about Nickelback again. And I think Creed will be the same way. I think yeah. like, you know, after a decade of just kind of getting punched and being being punchlines, Creed will enjoy a little bit of a third act here where people can be nostalgic about it and kind of kind of laugh a little bit about the early 2000s and kind of the super That's earnest, right. like, uh, I don't know, like like <laughs> silver necklace era of Creed. And, the uh, silver necklace era, you know, yes. He always had some, like, big chain around his neck. and He was always wet. Oh, my friend, meet yeah. again. <laughs> Dude, one quick story on Creed, and then we'll get out. Um, okay. My very first year of teaching with the Union, <laughs> yeah. I formed this friendship with a kid who was my sports editor at uh, at our at our campus paper. Okay. And we were driving to a conference once, and I love this kid, and I love him to this day. He's not a kid anymore. He's like 30-something and married. But um, yeah. he shared with me that he was in a Creed cover band in high school. <laughs> and awesome. so we're in this van. We're with a bunch of other kids, but he's in the front seat, and I'm like, dude, yeah. throw on some Creed because we're yeah. going to belt it out. That's so right. we're driving to, like, I don't know, Bunghole, Mississippi for some conference, and we're like... With arms wide open, you know, like, can you take me higher? You know, just going for it. And there was a, there was another van full of other students, and we Facetimed the other van just so we could sing Creed to them. We're like, they need to see this. This is too good. We can't hide this, this under a bushel. You know, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I hear Creed, I think of Caleb Lay and the, the good times yeah. we had vis-a-vis Creed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Fun. Oh man, yeah. Would Would you go see them live today? I mean, no. that's the last question. Like, I wouldn't get no. off the couch for it. But like, if somebody yeah. if somebody gave me a ticket. And if it was like a fun group of people going, I would I would yeah. totally do it. But I wouldn't I wouldn't pay any amount of money to. Yeah, I gotta pay money to go yeah, see Creed. Yeah. Okay, all right, good to know. Would you? Right. What was your relationship uh, with Creed, real quick? No, like honestly, um, yeah. yeah, no, I don't really have a relationship with Creed. I have my relationship with them is basically what was played in the wrestling room, which yeah. wasn't much, honestly, yeah, and yeah. then the radio. Yeah. I don't really have any bad feelings toward them one way or the other. Um, I think I think he always had a kind of a weird voice, which I yeah. find which I found kind of interesting yeah um and um yeah yeah like i think they've got some really good songs that were popular because they were good songs and yeah i just hope that they're not trying to like do the whole beatles thing you know like if they just want to go back on tour because it's fun yeah and they enjoy playing music and they can make a little cash on the side awesome but like i don't want to see like there's nothing more depressing ted Mm. there's nothing more depressing than middle-aged guys or girls right trying to be 20 again Dude, which is literally what I just did in the Buster Bowl. (laughs) But and now I'm paying the price. So you are correct, my friend. (laughs) It was super sad, and and now my ribs are super broken. My my, his ribs are broken. My ribs are broken. (laughs) But he's going to everything has changed. <laughs> but you get to do what most twenty-year-olds don't get to do. You get to go to Rome. Because... I'll show you Rome. I'll show we'll have... you everything. The Roman Empire. <laughs> I never think of it. <laughs> dude, we sound like Creed. We sound uh, awesome. We sound amazing, yeah, dude. Yeah. They should. If Scott, you know, has a problem, we've got his back. Yeah. We're there. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
um, our DMs are wide open for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Make sure to give us uh, all your ass cut, Coach Cluck. Um, any questions, topics, you know, things like that. We love answering your guys' questions. Um, give us a like, give us a follow, right? Maybe give this podcast. If you're on iTunes, scroll down. Give us five stars just for these Creed imitations. Mm. These are so good. It deserves five stars. If you want people. more Creed covers from us, if you want let more us Creed know. covers, come, yeah. dude, come on. If you right? want us Help to get in the studio and make a record, just let us know. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll we think will, about we it, by which that. I mean we'll do it immediately. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Exactly. Two guys both doing the lead singer part at the same time. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, hit us up at Cluckcast. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will will catch you later. Have an awesome week. Laters. That was fun, dude.